Welcome to the Men of Iron podcast. If you're a healthcare provider, entrepreneur, and or businessman and are experiencing the midlife triangle of chaos, marriage, kids, business, and one or more areas of your life across your body, being, balance, and business are burning to the ground or you simply feel lost, this podcast is intended to provide light, a GPS, if you will, back to thriving. And now the host of this podcast, a chiropractor, athlete, father, husband, warrior certified trainer, and the head coach of Men of Iron, Dr. Ryan P. Doyle. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Dr. Ryan P. Doyle, and this is the Men of Iron podcast. And today's topic is, by popular request, not just directed at you guys. This is one directed at both sides of the equation. Guys, girls, it just doesn't matter. This is one, uh, this is a topic that has been coming up on a regular basis, and it is a common frustration. It does not matter which side of a partnership you are on. It is dating and sex. So, specifically speaking to the boys for a second, um, one of the most common frustrations that comes up in the midlife triangle of chaos, and again, the midlife midlife triangle of chaos that I'm referring to is business, marriage, kids. Yes, there's a whole bunch of other shit that goes on in, in life, but the triangle that I'm talking about is business, marriage, and kids. So, one of the most common frustrations that I that I run into on a regular basis, particularly from you guys, is this frustration around sex. The length of time it goes in between sex, the lack of seemingly the 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 interest in your from your partner in sex. The and and like this is not this is not a standalone if this is you this is probably the most common expression because guys and girls, whomever is listening to this, the reality of it is is that inside of us guys, we have a hormone factory that is t- telling us to go seed about once every six seconds throughout the entire day, and it's impossible to actually fight against that. The reality of it is is that 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 sense that we need to go and proverbially seed, it does not come across as very affectionate to the other side of the equation. So, a couple of things that a couple of things that come, have come up in my relationship. This is the the topic of conversation that I know Tracy's going to love me having uh, live on podcast. But this is just not a us thing. This is these are the common things that I see is that. With respect to sex, men have a tendency, I'm speaking to you guys, we have a tendency to think, well, hey, listen, uh, it's on whatever, it's on. And for ladies, we have the the one common thing that I hear on a regular basis is that we're going all day, we're going all day, and the, the last thing we want, particularly at the end of the day, is to, to have to perform one more act of service at the end of the day. Now, this is not everybody. There are men, women, etc. that 
that works well for you. But the most common one at the end of the day is men wanting it at the end of the day and women being exhausted. Then it leads to dating. I don't know how many of you guys have, have, have kept up with any sort of dating cycle with your with your partner in any way, shape, or form. But for years, Tracy and I just couldn't figure out how to figure it or fit it in. It was like exercise. We would fit it in. Um, it was like, um, you know, actually dating my kids. Maybe I would fit it in. Um, business learning, per- personal growth, we would fit it in if we could. We would try to prioritize, but we couldn't. There was always a story. There was always something in the way. The same thing was happening with sex. That would get frustrating. It would actually grate on our relationship because after a while, the brain starts to wonder if our partner even wants to be around us. And I know there are dozens of you listening to this, putting your hand up right now, wondering the exact same thing. Does my partner even want to be around me? Does he or she even give a shit? And the reality of it is, is that it has nothing to do with giving a shit. The reality of it is, is it comes down to understanding the unique needs of the individual. Now, listen, I'm not the expert on sex. I'm not the expert on dating or relationships. But I am going to share some key principles that have worked for me and several of, of the clients that we work with uh, and hundreds of men and women around the world. So here's a couple of key tips. First and foremost, if you are not dating your partner, whose fault is that? <laughs> when it comes down to leading your life, the reality of it is, is dating your partner, if you're not doing it, that's like not going to the gym or not exercising and expecting a chiseled physique and a six-pack. The reality of it is, is dating your partner must become a priority. Now, in, in our lives, I'll share with you what's worked. Tracy and I have two date nights per week. Wednesday night, she meets me at the office and we go hiking. Um, and then we go for dinner. It's one of my favorite nights out of the week. It breaks up that midweek doldrum, and we actually get to just sit and connect without the children. It's mind-boggling. Fridays are our standing date night where it gets a little bit more strategic. So we have four rotating dates, and for the most part, with with few audible um, changes and, and um, inconvenient reschedules, We have four rotating dates. One week during the month, we get massages, and then we go for dinner. It's just something that we really enjoy. One one week per month, we go to the float tank. We have a meditation followed by dinner. Amazing experience, and it's one of the only times where we really truly recognize that we get into that parasympathetic nervous system because healing in your body, folks, only occurs when your body is able to get into rest and digest. And unconsciously, many of you guys are functioning in fight or flight, whether you realize it or not, and being able to slow down into that phase not only enables you to get into your voice and just sit and listen. And yes, guys, I know you're probably not the best listeners. So the float tank has become an active, regular occurrence for Tracy and I. And then once per month, I design a date. I usually have these dates scheduled three months in advance because the last thing I want to do on a Thursday night is figure out what the hell I'm doing on Friday night. The dates 
I rotate through a, di- a series of different things, but they're never, ever usually the same. And I don't tell Tracy what they are. So it becomes, it comes with an element of surprise, excitement. There's some buildup. Uh, we've done pool halls and bowling, and we've done bungee jumping, and we've done escape rooms. And it's be creative, guys. The reality of it is it's, just a, it's, it's all about um, paying enough attention that once a month you design something constructively and creatively for your partner, I don't think it's that much to ask. But the more in advance you do it, I want you to consider that it gets easier and easier. The fourth week uh, in the month, Tracy, my wife, designs a date for us. And literally, I just have to show up, and I allow her to bring her creativity into the mix. It's been a wonderful, wonderful experience. But like I said, if you're not actively dating your partner, don't expect that, that like, your, like your business, if you're not working on your business, you can't expect it to grow. Just like your body, if you're not working on it, you can't expect it to grow. If you're not working on your partner and your relationship, don't expect it to grow, guys. Lastly, last thing I want to share when it comes to sex. What I've learned over the last bunch of years is that each of us, men and women, we all have different needs. If you study the book, The Five Love Languages, basically, and there are more, I'm sure, and there's different subsets of each of these, but I want you to consider for a second that there's about five different love languages. Here they are. Physical touch. And no, physical touch does not just mean sex. It does not mean just touching in the genital regions. Physical touch, I have discovered, also just means sometimes being there and holding one's hand or appropriately placing uh, a warm hand on a cold shoulder. The reality of it is, is physical touch is a need for many of us. Gifts is number two. Words of affirmation is number three. Quality time is number four. And acts of service is number five. So what I discovered for me was that I always thought that my love language was purely physical touch, and physical touch is important to me. (laughs) Excuse me. But I didn't realize that deep down, words of affirmation, acknowledgement, because I've got little wounds inside of me that keep me small too. So every once in a while, hearing something nice about what it is that I'm doing, the effort that I'm putting in is actually something that means something to me. I had no idea. Same as acts of service. So whether it's in my business, whether it's at home, I love when there's things that are done for me. I just cannot deny that. My wife, on the other hand, surprised me. I would have thought it would have been something like, I would have guessed how inappropriate, right, ladies? I would have guessed that it would have been something like gifts and quality time. Now, that is definitely my daughter. However, my wife, turns out, it's physical touch and acts of service. So, of course, my male... Neanderthal brain jumped at that and thought, oh, good, physical touch is exactly what I want to, yet physical touch in a sexual manner, whenever it is appropriate for me, turns out, isn't exactly what she meant. My wife is one of those who really appreciates a simple acknowledgement by a hand on the shoulder, a hand appropriately placed around her waist, a comforting, I love you, touch, not necessarily one of physical in nature. 
The other one for her is acts of service. So knowing these things becomes my job to actually provide these for her. I'm still not perfect, just so you know. As much as I know these things, I work hard to just try to deliver them at an appropriate time. I've started to fold laundry in a predictable manner that works for me. Uh, I do dishes. I say most mornings she laughs out loud and still says that the kids get to them more often than I do. But the reality is I'm, I'm working on those things. Now, then that brings up the conversation of sex. Well, for me, like many guys, we go through our work day. I leave the house at 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm usually working all day. I may or may not go to the gym, work out, do something. I might get home by 9 o'clock at night, and hey, sure as hell I'm ready to go at any given time. How many of you guys relate to that? Well, for her, that doesn't work. So we've had to work out a schedule where literally, guys, there is a given time during the week where I will literally drive home during the middle of my day, and that's what works best for her. But without talking about it, we would never, ever have known that. It talk it takes talking about what works for each of you, and if the situation is not working, it comes down to figuring out and agreeing on what will work. And yes, guys, just like your body, your relationships deserve the time and energy to dive deeply into these things, just like your business, your body, your relationships are all the same. They require work and a little bit of understanding. Guys and gals that are listening to this, I hope this has been beneficial for you. Dating and sex takes time and energy, just like your business, your body, and your fulfillment. I hope this has been helpful. Have a wonderful day. Talk, talk to you guys soon.